on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Ford, go further. Also by ARS. Clean up, restore, rebuild. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerrard. Well, final tonight in Logan, Utah State upset by UC Davis, 72-69. to So we kick off your postgame show. Hey, do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. GEICO.com, easy. Well, UC Davis did not make it easy on Utah State tonight. And, uh, Coach, I think for a lot of this game, we kind of felt like all right, the dam's going to break, and this game's going to end up being a, a bit of a blowout, and it just never happened. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, this one will hurt a little bit because, like you just mentioned, the opportunities were there, and, and it just felt like, you know, um, teams in the past, I mean, I know we don't like to do that, but they kind of would get on get on that rush, and they get that crowd behind them, and they, they, they push it over the top, and we just really, God, we came so close. Effort, not a problem. No. I mean, 100% effort, I thought that um, – you know, guys left it all out there, but just a few missed baskets here and there and the turnovers, and, yeah, I thought we really got kicked in the teeth a little bit on the uh, in the first half on the defensive end and never really recovered from that. And that's going to be interesting because, obviously, the sh- the there were good looks, there were good shots, and, and they just didn't fall, especially during that stretch late in the, uh, in the uh, second half. From about the 10-minute mark to about the three-minute mark, uh, I think Utah State went about, I want to say, one for 12, one for 13. Had good looks, good three-point shot attempts, and some nights they just don't fall for you. No, really. I mean, you you said it. There was a cap on that rim tonight, and we could not get that ball to go in. And it doesn't matter how many consecutive stops you have. Yeah. You have got to put the ball in the hole to win basketball games. And, and um, you know, it's the, we, we've said it for years, the team that scores the most. And if, if you can stop them all you want. But I thought today we did a really good job defensive end, ended up with 72 points. And, but, um, you know, I thought we created, we, we had, what do we, we caused 19 turnovers. You know, Ryland had four big, huge uh, take charges. And, and I thought everything was there for us to win this game, but that ball going through the hole. And uh, and then when the offense did click, then they couldn't get stops on the other end. Yeah, uh, Mannion was, with two big jumpers, and then, of course, the Pepper three that ends up being the difference in the game. Yeah, Pepper and, and I mean, Mannion both were. I mean, Mannion, we, we put our best defender right now, guard defender, at Ryland Jones on him, and I think he only got by once. And, but we had the switches, and it just created – he created so much havoc and just kind of a, you know, a, a little uh, Tim Hardaway, just so small that, that no one could really get in front of him. And he, he did create so many good shots. And that shot at the end of the game, well, really the backbreaker, the three is, you know, we have uh, um, uh, Idle Rock run over to double team, and he, he yeah. ends up shuffle passing, almost an underhand kind of a, a shuffle pass to uh, Pepper, who you just dotted our eye right there. Yep. Final in this one, 72-69. Uh, leading scores in this game, Brandon Horvath with 19. Uh, 7 of 14 from the field. I know he'd like those last uh, free throws back. Finished uh, 3 of 7 from the free throw line, 7 rebounds. Um, going down the list here, you've got uh, Idle Rock with 8, Jones with 8, Miller with 8. Uh, but those were a quick 8 from uh, from Brock Miller and then did not score again. Yeah, I thought uh, second half it looked like he um – Spend a little more time on the bench, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what goes on there. You know, that's obviously inter-team stuff, and Ashworth played a, a little more in the second half. But um, I, I thought I thought uh, Horbath was phenomenal in the first half and uh, really had a – I mean, extended it 
the 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 other Aggies defense by by uh, making some open threes and then the second half had some really good creative drives and and 19 points I think we can kind of expect he'll be around yeah. a, a high double digit score. Ashworth with five and then uh, Dorius with five as well that rounds out your scoring hmm. uh, for Utah State on UC Davis side Pepper with 16 leading uh, leading the team in scoring and none bigger than that last three that ends up being the difference in the game. Anigwe with 14 and Mannion with 12 and Milling with 11. Four players in double figures. Discount Tires has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Offices of services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. We continue on with your postgame show. Utah State drops a tough one tonight. UC Davis, final 72-69. Uh, we'll continue on. You'll hear from Ryland Jones, also uh, Coach Odom, straight ahead. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield. Welcome on back. You're listening to the Spectrum here in Logan as Utah State drops a tough one tonight to UC Davis, 72-69. Uh, you know, you and I were talking during the break. Uh, I, w I, I wouldn't panic over one game. I remember watching the game last year in which uh, South Dakota State blew the doors off Utah State in, uh, in Sioux Falls. So, um, and then that team turns around and ends up being a, uh, an at-large tournament team. So, you know, look. One game, new chemistry, new coaching staff. Give it some time. Oh yeah, no doubt about that. And this is a, I mean, UC Davis is a team that's, you know, they're, they're going to be a contender in their league, and and they always, you know, play the Aggies so tough. And right now, it's it's uh it's really, you know, in in if you talk about it in in uh, baseball or football, you're always looking forward to the playoffs, and we're really looking forward to league play. And I know that these type of games will, you know, someone will bring it up, but they're, they're such a distant memory by the time you get to oh, March yeah. and people start talking about bad losses or good wins or you know I mean this is a obviously it'll be a bad loss in the uh, in the numerical sense um, and it'll uh, definitely hurt a little bit in the locker room but I think it'll it'll do the same thing that our that our loss last year did is really spark and get a little bit more buy-in and a little bit more toughness yeah game after that they rebounded and had a nice win against a good northern Iowa team so yeah sure um, and and so there's there's a lot of play here, and this is going to be a uh, certainly a long season, but certainly a game that I think you can pick and choose a lot from to analyze and break down. Uh, you mentioned assists tonight. Utah State had 17 assists on their 22 made field goals, but the problem is they only made 36% of those field goals. Yeah, and and huge improvement from the first half. I mean, we're sitting at five or so in the first half, so or six, so huge improvement. But again, it's just not quite translating um, into those made baskets and and. Uh, uh, we talked about that in the in the first segment, but just with that rim being capped and the Aggies, um, man, couldn't throw it in the ocean. And that happens. There's there's those games where that happens. Yeah, and you really rely, you know, defense travels, right? You're really relying on that defense. And I thought there were times when we looked really, really good and times that, you know, we struggled um, guarding that initial drive. And then we, you know, a little late on the rotations and a little, uh, little too many sellouts on on-ball. Um, plays and kind of left ourselves, you know, naked on the back end. So uh, when it's all said and done and you, you write the script on this game, Utah State left 11 points out on the court tonight on missed free throws, 17 of 28, uh, where UC Davis was 20 of 27 and made critical one. I mean, there were critical free throws down the stretch that Utah State missed that you saw made on the other end. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those those just blare at you and it's easy to – you know, point fingers after, and, and, you know, this is something that in the preseason you see quite a bit of, and it's a little bit different when you're shooting free throws in practice. Um, maybe they're over in the uh, Estes Center, and, 
a different background. All of a sudden you get in here and you've got, you know, fans and it gets completely quiet. God bless them. I'd like a little bit of noise maybe, but yeah. it's completely quiet and we just uh, froze up on the line. I mean, Horvath was a 70% free throw shooter and uh, tonight uh, he miss, m missed some key ones. He was three of seven. Um, that's going to be better. Um, you know, and, and, and then you saw Trevin Dorius went out and uh, hit, hit his first couple and then really struggled down the stretch. And that's going to be something that teams are going to keep an eye on, you know, down the stretch in games and big games. You know, he's going to be a target. He's got to learn how to make those free throws. <coughs> at least at what, you know, maybe an 60, 60%. If he can get that 60, 62%. Yeah, just, to, you know, any, any anything that – and front ends of one and ones are killers, right? And Yeah. He's a player that's that's obviously going to have some touches this year. I mean, we saw in this game that, that you know, they're, they're going to throw him the ball in a lot more situations. He's going to get some rebounds and um, something that it's a correctable thing. And, and um, you know, it's not all mental. There are some physical issues to it. So we'll look at the coaching staff to get that together. Uh, and then the other thing that uh, is going to be something that uh, I think is going to be a concern, and it's going to be adjustment because, look, Utah State's been blessed with uh, – with, uh, with with Namish Keita as a rebounder for the last three years, yeah, uh, and this ends up all tied up at 41 apiece in yeah. rebounds. That'll be a stat that we'll definitely want to, uh, you know, continue to look at as the season goes on. Tough loss tonight. Utah State drops this one, 72-69. Coach Odom, kind enough to join us, and and coach, there's just those stretches in a game where it feels like there's a lid on the bucket. You know, whether it's free throws, uh, offense seemed like you had good looks, and uh, sometimes the ball just doesn't go in the hoop. Yeah, I mean, we were shaky in the first half. Uh, we got off to a good start, obviously, and um, they came roaring back, you know, pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, they started in zone. You know, we worked a little bit on zone, you know, prior to, to the game and shoot around just, just uh, because we thought they, they could – we would see it at some point, you know, within the game. But that, you know, kind of took our rhythm. We played well against it, you know, early on. And when they went man and picked up their pressure a little bit, you know, we just didn't handle it very well. We had 12 turnovers in the first half, which is is not, uh, you know, consistent of what we've seen so far in practice or in the scrimmages. Our guys do a pretty good job of taking care of the ball. And, uh, you know, certainly the offensive rebounds in the first half were concerning. Uh, you know, we gave up nine in the first half, you know, which was a problem. And so, you know, we went into halftime, you know, not in a good place. Now, the game was not over, obviously. It was mm -hmm. a three-point game or whatever it was, five-point game at, at halftime. Um, you know, we knew they were going to battle. This is a veteran team that we were playing today. But, um, you know, I was pleased with our offensive execution in the second half, you know, to finish with, you know, 16 starting from 12 at halftime. You know, we were getting shots on goal, which, you know, was an important thing for us. Um but unfortunately, we did not get the stops. We had stretches where we were we were solid on defense, um, but we did not get the key stops that we needed at key times. And we play a score stop game pretty much every day in practice, and that's really, you know, what this game came down to. They they got the bucket when they needed it, and they got two of them kind of back to back, and we answered. You know, Ryland hits the three, and you know we score, but we didn't get the stop that we needed, and they kind of outlasted us there at the end. Coach, I mean, well-coached game, and I thought the players' maximum effort, I mean, nothing to, to, to hang our heads out there at all, I thought, tonight. But that change in defense when, in uh, you know, the, the uh, UC Davis came out, just really active hands and physicality, I think you're going to see a lot of that this year. What's the plan going forward to uh, combat that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit of what you saw in the second half. Just our spacing was a little bit better. You know, mm -hmm. we've, gotta, we've actually got to give guys room to work, 
you know, a little bit more. And I think first half, we were just a little bit tentative. Those same passes were there in the first half. We were running guys over. Like, we were driving in the paint and not stopping. And literally, guys are open on the wing and not, not making the, the reads that mm-hmm. we needed to make. Now, credit to our guys. They adjusted at halftime. Definitely. And all of a sudden, the ball was, was moving a little bit. And, you know, they were, in, they were kind of in a scrambled situation. And so, we were getting some open shots. We just didn't make enough of them. Uh, and then, you know, obviously, you look at – and I know plus-minus can be, a, you know, certainly uh, it's tough to look at that in one game, but your starters are all in the uh, in the plus category uh, coming off the bench, all, all in the minus. I, I know that's something that is a point of emphasis in getting uh, getting some help off the bench a little bit and, and getting good production from those guys. Yeah, I mean, I thought Trevin did really well, you know, considering, you know, he hasn't – he's been out two months. Yeah. And for him to have probably five or six practices under his belt wow. – and come in and, and, and play the way that he did. I mean, he was a factor on the glass. He, you know, you could see how big he is and, and the, the, the disruption that he can cause at times. And so I think that's going to be a really good factor for us or a good, you know, weapon for us down the line. You know, we've got to keep pushing him, you know, to get a little bit better. Um, you know, I thought Max gave us some solid minutes there. I mean, he wasn't, you know, obviously stellar, but, I mean, I yeah. thought he did fine. I mean, I think – you know, the plus minus, you know, was probably due to the fact where they, you know, at that point in the first half when we were up, a lot of those guys were in there. Yeah, when, that 15 0 run. Yeah, they went on the run, yeah. and, and uh, that's going to hurt when in a plus minus game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coach, I, I want to talk a little bit about Ryland Jones. I, I thought, obviously, two three pointers at the end of the game and handles the offense really well, but how big are those charges on defense? Is He's that something that you, I mean, that, that's. I wish I could have done that. <laughs> Good gosh. I mean, what a. What a joy it is to coach a guy that's willing to take a charge like that. On a full and, court, on a and, full court player. And his ability to see it before it's happening, and willingness to put his body in there for his team teammates, that's a huge thing. And so we've got to celebrate that. Um, you know, I'm not discouraged by this by this result. Uh, certainly, it's not the, a result that we expected. Yeah. You know, we expect to win every time we get out on the court. Um, the unfortunate result for us, but you got to give UC Davis credit. I mean, they played wire to wire and uh, and played a very competitive game, well-coached game, uh, but we did have our chances and fortunately came up short. You know, you, you mentioned this in the pregame. This is going to – every game we're, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about, wow, this is a really experienced team. Oh, this team's got a lot of experience yeah. uh, just because of the COVID year and everybody coming back. Um, how do you feel like, uh, in a weird way, going back <laughs> east a little bit, could that be kind of beneficial from a chemistry standpoint? Get away from home, get away from classes, although, you know, they still got the commitments sure. and stuff. But it just kind of get away for a road trip and just kind of really focus in on basketball. Absolutely, it, it could be. I mean, you know, for us, I mean, we've typically, you know, teams that I've been fortunate enough to coach, we've always bonded really well, you know, when we've got on the road. And, you know, this team is further along than other teams that I've had the opportunity to coach. Their, their chemistry is very strong. And these guys care about one another, and they serve one another. And so, you know, all I heard in the locker room was Bean and Brock talking about, hey, you know, nothing's going to break us. We're good. Like, we're going to be fine. Let's answer. Now, we are playing a a stellar team, you know, in Richmond. I mean, they have five super seniors in the starting lineup, you know, guys that decided to come back, you know, for an extra extra season, and they're all good. And so we're going to have to be ready. It's going to be a very difficult game for us. but we're excited for the challenge and, and looking forward to the trip. You know, it's going to be an experience for our guys, you know, to visit the Naval Academy, and, and, uh, and it's a special place there. So I'm, I'm excited that our guys are going to be able to see that. 
Coach, I, I'm excited for the product on the floor, and I know the fans were excited about it. I'd be remiss if I didn't give you an opportunity to give a shout-out to the fans tonight. Yeah. I thought the, the volume was there, and they were behind us. So just a, just a chance for yeah, you to give them no, a shout-out. No question. I mean, they were huge tonight, you know, for us. I mean, to have the herd in here and have all of our, our, our home, hometown fans here to watch us play and support us, I mean, it's a huge lift. And uh, actually, that was the first thing I said to our team prior to coming out here before the game is, like, it's not like this everywhere. All right? We need to make sure that we appreciate the opportunity to walk down that tunnel and play in front of our, our fans. And let's show them how hard we're going to play. Now, we didn't do it all the time. I'll be honest with you, in this particular game, like we could play harder. We're, we could play tougher than we played. That was the message in there to the guys after the game. Um, and, and I think they know that. Um, but at the same time, we've got a very quick turnaround with Richmond. We've got a flight. It leaves at 9-something in the morning, and, and uh, we're taking off from the spectrum at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've got to turn the page. We can't, we can't worry about this one. We've got to learn from it and move on to the next one. Well, Coach, uh, we'll talk to you in, uh, at the Naval Academy. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a trip, and you're out there the whole time, right, from yeah. there to yeah, uh, we South go, Carolina? Yeah, we go right? direct. Yeah, we stay one extra day, I think, or two extra days in Annapolis, and then, and then we head on down to, yeah. to Myrtle Beach. So it's about half and half which will be a uh, – it'll be a great trip for us. So, we're looking forward to it. Coach, appreciate it. Thanks for Thanks your time. for all you guys do. You got it. Ryan Odom, head coach at Utah State. Tough one tonight. Aggies dropped this one 72-69 as we continue on with your postgame show next. Remember, uh, Valley Office System has been a proud partner of Utah State Athletics for eight years, providing office equipment and technology like printers, copiers, and software to businesses with customer service and support. They have eight locations throughout Utah, Idaho, and Wyoming. More information is available at valleyofficesystems.com. You're listening to Aggie Basketball. Utah State drops one to UC Davis, 72-69, right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome on back. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield. Twisted Sugar Cookies, more than 20 cookie flavors and more than 100 flavors of specialty sodas. They uh, even have uh, gluten-free options as well, located at 532 South Main Street, Suite 120 in Logan. The full menu can be viewed at twistedsugar.com. Wouldn't mind one of those right now. No, a little, little something, to, something to bring up the spirits. If our friends at Twisted Sugar are listening, you can bring those by any <laughs> time you want. We will not... We will not complain one bit. And we will not be going for the gluten-free option. <laughs> We're nope. full gluten. Nope. All right, so tell me a little bit about uh, from a coaching perspective. You've been around these games. You've, yeah. you've, you've suffered losses to UC Davis. You know uh, this can be a tough team. But uh, it's still, for, look, it's first game of the year. you got 30 of these things left. What do you? Uh, what's the message? It sounds like uh, some of the veterans in the locker room are like, hey, you know what? We're fine. <laughs> We're going to be all right. And I think that's got to be your message, right? Yeah, you, you can't uh, you can't let a, a single loss, I mean, do anything to you. And, I mean, this one will hurt for a while. I mean, not long because you're jumping on the plane at 630 tomorrow. But um, th this will come back and bite you a little bit as they as we talk about the, 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 the magic numbers that, that give us the equation of the, you know, whatever rating you're looking at uh, at, at that time. And, and that's, that's unfortunate. But, again, I think um, – you know, you just can't have consecutive losses. Um, you need to be able to pull your pull yourself up by your bootstraps and really come back. I, I don't think that, um, you know, everything that we saw today uh, on the negative side is all correctable. Yeah. You know, it didn't seem to be a, a, a lack of effort or a lack of talent or, you know, something that you say, okay, to bar the door, this is going to be, you know, the season we want to forget. And I don't, I don't see that at all. I actually see the opposite. I see some great play out there. 
Uh, and then, of course, as you uh, you look forward, he's uh, coach is spot on. This Richmond team they're going to play is really good. Then they go down and uh, will uh, be down in the uh, tournament, starting with Penn with a chance to play. You know, they got Oklahoma, New Mexico State, some other teams coming up on the docket as well. But uh, joining us now here on the postgame show, Ryland Jones, a couple big threes late, trying to keep the Aggies in this one. But uh, I know nobody's more disappointed than you in, in this one. Talk about kind of the game, how the way this game played out and 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 how difficult this game was in, in front of uh, a pretty good team in UC Davis. You know, basketball is a game of runs. Um, we started the game, I think it was 17-5. to five. Yeah. They just scored five points in nine minutes. Defense was good. We were rolling. And then we missed, I think, three or four layups, turned it over six out of eight times. So they got points. And then the next thing you know, it's a tie ball game and they got the lead. And then it was just a dog fight. Um, we just weren't, as Coach Odom would say, I don't know if he's been here yet, we just weren't consistent enough on both ends of the floor. Um we were good at times. You know, we had runs down eight, 47-39 uh, in the second half. Got Took the lead, I believe. Yeah. You know, we got a bunch of stops there. Um, just got to be more consistent in getting stops and scoring and capitalizing on those stops and not turning the ball over in the first half. But we lost in the first half. Well, I mean, you just nailed it. I mean, that's what we saw too. And I think if, if you're aware of that as the team leader, point guard, um, I, I think that great things will come. I thought the effort was phenomenal tonight. I thought you personally taking charge, I think you had four charges. Yeah. So your dad owes you four Snickers bars. <laughs> um, but great, great job. Did the um, th So they changed defense. They started in a little sagging zone, really yeah. soft, and then they came out and just, like, Pressure. lit it up, you know, active hands. We knew that coming in. Last year they uh, they prided themselves on getting stops and turnovers, and they were, I think, they had a couple guys that were top 40 in the nation in steals. I mean, I don't know. How many steals did Pepper have today? Uh, I don't My box score is I mean, Pe Pepper yeah. had three steals. He was top yeah. 40 in the nation in steals. Yeah. That's what the they do. Deflections, I think you yeah, have seen thing, had about yeah. eight. Yeah. Like uh, when, when they went on that run, you know, I threw a lob and got tipped to Trev. The next yeah. play, Steve-O came off and tried to throw it to me. He got tipped. You know, they were just – we weren't strong enough with the ball. Um, we didn't use utilize our fakes well enough. You know, they were kind of flying around. And second half, we did that. You know, we got it rolling in the second half. We got it in the middle, and we used their aggression against them and got to the layups. Horvath got to the layup. We just missed free throws and didn't get enough stops when it counted. And those stops, I know, are really frustrating. And I, I, you, you were yeah, you know, in the you, middle you, of it. Yeah, you have your emotion. You wear your emotions on the sleeve, and and I, I think that Aggie fans are really going to enjoy the emotion you bring to the game because nobody was more upset about that than you were out there on the court. Yeah, you know, last minute of the game, Ezra made a. Tough step back jumper on me. I mean, you know, kind of live with that. He got me yeah. downhill and stepped back and made a jumper. And then the next possession, I, you know, the end of the game, I tried to get on his right hand and see if I could get a call. And it was a no call. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to. I think he traveled. It looked like a. I felt I was yeah. going back, and it looked like he kind of traveled. Took a little shuffle. A little yeah. shuffle. Yeah. You yep. know. Yep. And then Pepper gets a wide open three, and yeah. you know, Mannion made Ezra. He made two big pull ups, and Pepper made a three. They made the shots when they counted. Yep. You know, we made, I mean, sh maybe two made threes at the end and gave us a chance. We made, sh we just ran out of time, you know. What's the, um, I mean, this is not a devastating loss or, or anything. I mean, we're not, we're not uh, throwing in the towel for the season. What was the attitude in the locker room as it, it was a, probably a hard one? You know, every loss sucks. <laughs> Great point. Um, but we're going to learn from that. It's game one. You know, for, we're a brand new team that have guys that have sort of played together. R.J. Brandon, UMBC, Brock, Bean, Trevin, Steve-O, they played here at Utah State. I'm kind of a new guy, you know. 
And I think in that second half, we found our cohesiveness on offense, and it worked. And, you know, as long as we can get stops, I think, you know, we just got to – it was game one. Obviously, yeah. sucks to lose when you got, I don't know, 8,000 people in here that are mm -hmm. diehard Aggie fans. I mean, <laughs> I my first game in the Spectrum, I lost. Uh, I'll be thinking about that one for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like, this was a dream my whole life, and we lost. Um, you know, that will eat at me for the rest of the night, and then – Coming tomorrow morning when we head to Annapolis to play damn good team in Richmond. Yeah. It's going to be no no rear view mirror. Rear view mirror. There we go. Um, this probably isn't a fair question to ask just based on your emotions on the loss, but you grew up here. You grew up in this arena. When you stepped out on the court and you had a big crowd and you're wearing that Utah State uniform, what, what was that? What was those emotions like for you? I can't even describe them. Like, even last week when I ran out of that tunnel for the first time against Montana Western. Yeah. You know, I looked over at my mom. I think she was crying. I know my dad was crying. Like, I almost cried. I just the chills. Like, I watched so many guys run out of that tunnel when I was sitting behind the bench handing out water. Like, and now I'm going to be one of those guys. Like, wins and losses. But, like, that's something that I'll never forget is running out in front of the great fans of Utah State. Yeah. Well said. Well, we'll let you go. Uh, look forward to more of these conversations and a whole lot of wins along the way. Thanks, yes, Ryland. Thank you, guys. Ryland Jones right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Siegfried and Jensen have been specializing in just injury cases for more than 30 years, helping those that have been injured in an auto accident. Siegfried and Jensen, proud supporter of Aggie Athletics. More information about the law firm is available at SiegfriedandJensen.com. We'll wrap things up. And uh, that's a... There's a lot of his hey. old, a lot of his old man in that, in that yeah. young, in that kid. In that. That's a, like that was a pro interview. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like everything aside, like that was pro. Yeah. So tip your hat to him. A little bit of uh, Judge Memorial came out there, and <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Bank of Utah, pleased to sponsor Hoops for Hope. Every point the Aggies score at home games this season, Bank of Utah will donate one dollar to the family place. The total after tonight's game is. A nice 69 points. Take a quick break. Come back. Wrap this thing up next. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield. All right, wrapping up this edition of Utah State Basketball, tonight's Everlight Solar Player of the Game. Coach, uh, let's see. You got uh, you want to go Horvath with 19? I'll go Ryland Jones with four charges. There you go. I love it, man. It's a, that's a game. Those are game-winning plays. Well, Ryland Jones and our Everlight Solar Player of the Game as Utah State uh, suffers a tough one tonight, 72-69. All right, so um, on the road, they'll take on Richmond. That game will be on Friday. And then they head south to South Carolina for the Myrtle Beach Invitational. First game will be against Penn. Then, depending on how things play out, they'll play on the 19th and then uh, play another game on the 21st. And then back at home, next home game will be on the uh, 27th uh, against UT Arlington. And then um, and then you really get into some fun games with St. Uh, Mary's coming here, then at BYU on the road to Weber State. Uh, a a non-conference game against Iowa coming up in South Dakota. So... This is a tough schedule it this is year. It is a really tough schedule. And, um, you know, I look forward to coming back and hearing you next week. We sit here and coming back with some success and, and uh, getting, yeah. the, getting the 
getting the wheels back on the uh, bus. Postgame show brought to you in part by Sports Academy and Racket Club, your club, your results, your life. All right, Coach. Hey, you know what? I know it didn't go the way that a lot of people would have hoped, but fun first game, though. Yeah, really exciting, and I think, uh, you, you know, tip your hat to UC Davis. They gave us all we could handle and uh, a little bit more. Yep. All right, back with you on Friday, live from the Naval Academy, Utah State and Richmond, and then down in South Carolina uh, coming up next week. A lot of games coming up, and uh, we'll have them all for you right here on the Aggie.